0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this gross, terrifying episode of Longkang Kitties, where we talk about the deepest, darkest depths of our perversion. Today's topic is Sunny Liu <laughs> and the oh, art wow, of Charlie Chan Chai. That's not so <laughs> <purpose.
1: laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Yeah, perverse. To some people, it is. Okay, yes. so just to set a tone for the podcast, right? All our audience members, just. Just sit back And let your gut hang out And you know Grab a Grab a Teh Tarik Or you know Some burgers From McDonald's Maybe the new Nasi lemak burger no more. So, already, so already So ah. already It's out of
2: stock It's being replaced By some new
0: McSpicy okay, get, get your new McSpicy You know Chill Grab a beer Relax And listen to our Lovely voices As we talk about Our topic today Actually, this, this topic is interesting because there are different different angles we can cover, right? Like, you know, you can talk about the creative side of it You can mm. talk about the funding side of it And how a shrewd businessman uh, Sunny is uh, Maybe
2: he would not like us to talk okay, about it. Okay, does everybody here know
0: Sunny, personally? No Yes
2: I've
1: no, met I him, him once, I think, and said hi
0: well, I don't have anything bad to say about him So I think I can say whatever I want yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense?
2: I don't have anything bad to say about him But um, perhaps what I s- want to say May be construed as negatives
0: Sunny, so if you're out there, don't mind Okay, we talk about you, okay? Because we need content for our podcast <laughs>
1: <laughs> You are a sacrificial <sucker> <laughs> man
0: Sorry, sorry I will only say good stuff about you But actually, to be honest uh, uh, Okay, so first things first, right? You guys can't see it But we have a book uh, honest book of the art of Charlie Chan Hok Chang in front of us. The one with this the medicinal cover Second the uh, covers. Secondary Is this signed? signed? No it's not signed. Okay, so uh so first, first or second reprint. This is the second reprint second. with the hardcover. Yeah. So um okay I know Sunny personally. He was uh, I was working underneath him he was an art director for a project that we worked on for some time and then he taught me a lot of interesting stuff, a lot of good stuff. So I'm quite indebted indebted to him for that. When The Art of Charlie Chang Hok Chai came out And, and it, it received critical acclaims and, and when he finally won The Eisner Awards uh, um, Me as well as most of my friends On the side Was supporting uh, his winner I mean we have read through the book Multiple times And we are very familiar With the content And we love it I think it's his magnum opus okay, But um, Angie you brought up An interesting topic uh, About the money just now right?
1: Shall we give a, like, a short intro on what Charlie Chan Hok Chai is actually For those who mm-hmm. people who might not be aware
0: If you don't right. know what or, Do we, do we, <laughs> do we, do we, do we treat our audiences like idiots and pretend they've never read? Just, Just in okay. case
1: Just in case, you know people could be outside of Singapore or
0: Okay The Art of Charlie Chan Hok Chai Is about yeah. a dude named Charlie Chan Hok Chai Who goes through many many different adventures In the land of Narnia And he slays a the dragon There's no <laughs> that's <laughs> Do you know do you know there was a minister uh, who thought that uh, that Charlie Chanok Chai was a real person? So yeah, that means
1: actually there mm. were a lot of people mm. that I talked to that Even they, my wife.
0: they thought
3: that it was a... I I thought it was I thought you was a real dude. <laughs> Even <laughs> my wife <laughs> thought it was a real person.
1: Okay, so so basically, uh Charlie the art of Charlie Chanok Chai is a graphic novel. So like kind of like a comic book by this guy called Sonny Liu. Published in twenty fifteen by Epigram Books. Tells the story of a fictional character But it's also based in um, a lot of Singaporean history So a lot of uh, non-fictional characters are mentioned in this book um, And it kind of weaves in and out of fiction and history Which is why like I think mm. a lot of people are kind of confused Whether Charlie Chan was actually a real person or not a real person And I don't think there was anywhere in the book That mentioned whether this Charlie Chan <coughs> was real, correct?
2: Yeah, yeah it's not mentioned, I don't, yeah
1: Yeah, I don't, at least I don't remember la. So basically, what happened was uh, before the book was printed actually uh, it received a grant from the NAC, uh, which is the National Arts Council of Singapore and once it was printed, they kind of retracted the funding so the publisher had to give back the money shortly after the book was published right uh, and then it sparked a whole like controversy in Singapore about arts funding and you know censorship blah 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 this and that um, so resulting from that, um, People's interest were aroused, basically, right? So a lot of people went out to look at it. uh, It made international news, and then uh, from then on, this book was picked up by international publishers and then published overseas. And so far, it's won quite a lot of awards. Uh, The most recent one. I
0: wish we spend more time talking about how fucking good the book is. Yeah. So the most
1: recent one being the Eisner (laughs) Award, where Sonny Liu won three of them. Three. Yeah. Yeah, So it's like, whoa, yay! Um, Yeah. So. That was the intro
0: <laughs> yes, yes, yes And I agree and I, I, I mean What was cool for me About the book Is that uh, Sunny really displays His strengths of um, mm. Working with various Various different styles If you look at it I can see at least Five, six different styles uh, Six different um, um, like, When I say style I mean in the, the way that characters Are drawn are totally different And it's Not only d- different It's uh, believable And then he, he The narrative that he weaves Through all these uh, Disparate elements you know, he ties it together Like some sort of holy bible
1: I think the strength of Charlie Chan Hok Chai A. is um, the artistic one Because Sonny Liu is very, very talented And really good at what he does You know, his artwork is amazing He draws really well But I think more importantly Is his ability to do a lot of research And then yeah bring that sort of historical research uh, Into a narrative And then then weave that into You know, this crazy magnum opus that you just talked Mm, about mm, right mm, like mm. um Mm. how it it takes so much brain power man like to conceive of this whole thing and then you know to situate a fictional character in into actual historical events
0: Mm.
1: and make it really really i don't know uh it was a really intense book i think Mm. right
0: it was pretty intense I, i like the bits about how um he talked about the the early settlement of Singapore and and uh, he 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 depicted all these British characters as animals or, or local characters even as animals. Mm. That was pretty fun. And then there was another segment that I really liked, where there was a there was this story about Chan Hok Chai, going through life trying to struggle as a comic artist, and how the books that he were drawing, that he was drawing, and the comics that he was drawing, all weren't weren't. Getting the attention of, of the publisher Of of the people who are reading it And then they had to go through cards And then the, the writer that he teamed up Left him I mean all this is, is, is very relatable I
1: think the, the great thing about this Maybe uh, is also the emotional resonance Because I think he probably went through that Himself as a comic artist <gasps> right There's this parallel to his okay, own life okay. As I, I think so he, maybe a partner that left him uh, I don't know him So maybe you should know that
0: I Maybe mean, I should ask him
1: I read I read this like a uh, gossip article that tried to, um, dox his girlfriend or something. They were trying to find out the identity of Sonny Liu's girlfriend. So they figured out that she she was probably also an artist and she takes photos of. Him at awards Or <laughs> something <laughs> That was pretty no, much. it. you need to dox him? Not gof- dox Like they were trying to find out Yeah
2: Cause oh. the girlfriend is yeah. not It's oh. not like She's oh. some secret <laughs> character That's hidden yeah, yeah her work is out there <laughs> Yeah the her
0: work part, is yeah. out yeah, yeah. there yeah, yeah. She's, she's yeah, a like, like, It was just
1: out. really funny That people were trying To find out more about him In, in, in that very yeah, celebrity gossip way They were like Wow this guy is
0: so awesome There must be something We can do to
1: like I think they were They were more like Curious You know In the in the way like Tabloids are Okay To
0: see if a big dick How about that
1: Do you know that? Have you been to the loo with him before?
0: Actually no, (laughs) never You know why? Because uh, at the time the office we worked in Was a single, single room thing So you go inside Close the door Do your business And you come out again So there isn't a Yeah It's like a toilet cubicle Yeah (laughs) Then I'll hate it You know because every time I go inside Then I tap in right Then voila I tell you Toilet very smelly Then I don't want people to go inside so I will bring my own box of matches inside. And after after you take a poop, like you take out matches and then you, you you know. Does it actually work? Yeah, it works. It works. Like I a know.
1: Dream. I know girls do that to hide the smell of their period blood, but I don't know uh, if it, it it actually works. I'm not out. so sure if
0: it works for period blood though. Okay, okay.
2: Let's let's get back on Charlie Chanok Chan and stop talking about periods.
1: Oh hey, there's right, right. only like one sentence, come on!
2: I wanna know how what to mask the smell of things around the house. <laughs> send, candles, send candles, send candles, there, there are two in front of us!
1: No, send the candles just mingles with the actual smell, then you have like this really sweet, gross Sweet ghost shit smell. smell. Yeah, it's <laughs> that fucking gross. Anyways, have you guys read the book?
3: I, I have not. I have I forgotten, not. forgotten most of what I read. <laughs> I, I read um, a part of it, only the very first bit of the intro. I think about him as a young child And how he got How he bamboozled someone into getting him into an English school or something like that I think that was the only part that I, I got through I don't actually own the book but my, my mom does uh, She has a copy of it on the coffee table And I would only pick it up and read it Whenever I'm at her place and not doing anything While waiting for her to dress up, make up while, uh, Before we all go out for dinner then so just... your
1: mom is into comics, ah? Actually
3: it's my stepdad. Ah. Uh that I think my stepdad is the one that finds him a fascinating character.
1: Any Liu or Chan Hok Chai?
3: I think both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I personally before this whole thing came out, I didn't even make the connection and I, I was one of those people that thought that Charlie Chan Hok Chai was a real was a real person as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was quite embarrassed to know <laughs> I was dead wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Ng, what do you think was the exact portion of the book that made the NAC revert? uh, uh sorry, is this the right word? Right, right, time to use revert? No, right? No. rescind Rescind. Resin. Yes. Thank you. Thank, yes. you. Thank you. Thank you. England not powerful. So, what do you think was the exact portion of the book that caused NAC to rescind? You know, the grant. Do you think it's the the part where Lee I... Kuan Yew was depicted as a a company owner, a tyrannical company owner, or do you think it's the part where he imagines sort of I can't remember sort of alternate future where Lim Chin Seung you know, was was the man instead of Harry. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um I don't think there was any particular part that really jumped out at at me as very controversial, but I think the book as a whole, I can see why they would want to, you know, take away take back the grant. Yeah, because, you know, it's Singapore.
2: It doesn't really align with the narratives that NAC or maybe perhaps even the higher-ups in the governing party wants to uh, show what Singapore is like.
1: Yeah, I mean, our history has been very, very heavily edited. It's quite one-sided. So, you know, the art of Charlie Shanok Chai is not the side that that we, they want presented. up. Basically
0: do, do you think Those people at NAC Like uh, upon reading the book Because I mean A lot of people say Oh art is subjective Art is that's retarded uh. Art is oh, Not as yeah. subjective me, Let right. me
1: quote Like Mr. Kelvin Ching Okay you wait,
0: wait, 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 Before we bring it Let's, let's talk about Kelvin Ching let's, let's talk about that But do you think The people in charge of NAC When they look at uh, the, the work They can see quality In the work do, do, do you think Of oh, course they
1: can see quality I think you'd have to be Really fucking blind To not see quality In the art of Charlie Chang Or Charlie And basically Anything that Sonny Liu does Because he, he is really Really good at what he what he does But With regards to the NAC I would say that I don't know if all of them Are Have problems with the book I would say that It probably Orders probably came up from the top After like someone saw this Because I do know That a lot of people who work in NAC Are actually quite Forward thinking Forward thinking And they're artists themselves um, And I've also heard some people Who told me that people have re- expressed regret privately, not in, not in a professional capacity that, um, that they had to take back the grant. So,
2: In, in defense of NAC's uh, ground level staff, I believe a lot of them work very closely with the arts industry and the people who are within the creative industries, some of them were as Ng has mentioned, uh, used to be artists or creatives themselves, and they cross over to NAC because they feel either they feel that they can do more within the system itself, or perhaps because of how it is like in Singapore, they feel that they need a more stable in- source of income. And I've spoken to some of them. I don't believe they feel that the the book itself is a bad product or it's a negative uh, on on Singapore. So the decision was probably made beyond their pay scale and they would probably be really really reluctant in taking it back because from insider news, don't know if we, we should
0: say, 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 say say Spill,
1: spill, spill Alright,
2: from what I understand uh, there was no problem with the first draft so if there were no problems with the first draft, why would it wait until the final draft or not even a draft is a final final before they decide. Mm. Yeah,
3: that would make sense uh, because the the funding was only pulled out after the publishing was done. Yeah, it was That's after right. the printing. So um, and it I mean, was the, like that means it would have been on the path to approval, or just that at the very last moment, someone caught wind of it and then just decided, hey, you know what, fuck this shit.
1: If mm. I'm not wrong, like it uh, it was right before the first launch, when right. they got wind of the the take back of the grant and then so they had to like hurry yeah. up and print like a lot of stickers to cover the yeah. NAC logo yeah, yeah. so it was like fucking <laughs> terrible it, uh, was it was
2: maybe days before the launch the at Keno yeah. so, so what happened, happened was the one one money that was rescinded, one one was rescinded one one wasn't even one one that much in fact they only the total the total was 8k but they only dispersed the first 2000 so basically epigram and the artist sonny liu took on all the risks they were expecting nac to front the money towards the end of the project after it got published but they decided to pull the 2000 from them anyway
1: i would say the the publisher took more risk really yeah pretty much so he, they gave sony the advance of 9k i think
3: yeah.
1: so
2: remember all this is insider information you did not do, don't ask where we heard it from
0: where do you hear it from, Jerry? <laughs> uh,
3: I have no idea
0: Let, Let's just move on to Kelvin Ching Because I'm quite quite. Uh... John, what do you know about Kelvin Ching?
3: I don't know much about him personally There has been a bit of a Facebook saga Revolving him And I think he was a tattoo artist Basically regarding the subject of arts, uh, Government funding the arts uh. And if you all have heard episode 2 Of this podcast <laughs> You all by now would have known uh, My stance on it uh. So I, I shall not rehash Everything that I said but anyway, I do have some points that I'd like to make. But I'll do so after... I think Angie, you wanted to say something about Calvin Chen first, right?
1: Oh, that was just in response to what Dan said about people having opinions uh, about art and stuff. So recently, Calvin Ching said that the principle is that the government should not be using taxpayers' money to fund what is essentially a subjective exercise. One person's art is another person's garbage. Post stop.
3: I mean, which is basically true. Or? True. Uh?
1: Yeah,
0: so wait, 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 wait. Why do you guys agree that it's true? I mean, that's now, you know, we were talking about the quality of the book, right? And then you are like, most people, oh, if you aren't blind or either, idiot, you can tell the quality in the book. So I mean, then yeah. it's an objective.
1: Yeah, but whether someone appreciates it as art is subjective. Okay, so you right, can okay. say that the craft is good, but you cannot say that it's art.
3: And the other thing, of course, is that there is bad art that's created and there is bad art that's trying to uh, get funding from government. And I think... That's what Kelvin Chen was referring to
0: But a lot of times I think that uh, you know I mean not a lot of times now, But sometimes Secretly I do agree with uh, Some of Kelvin Cheng's views uh, I will not say which uh, Which particular <laughs> Because he has had Many arguments right Right. But uh, the thing that I, I am displeased with is, is the tone that he takes When arguing with people uh.
2: Pretty much Pretty much For me I When, when I read Kelvin Cheng's posts I realise a lot of them Are not untrue, untrue. It's not it's not the information that he's trying to say. It's how he said it. His
1: delivery is really
0: shit. Yeah, bro, why you must talk like that? Why, why, why you so inflammatory? How you respect your fellow man?
2: You know, it would be uh, cool for us if he actually responded to us.
3: So yeah, anyway, let's shall we shall we zoom out a little bit from the from the Kelvin Chen issue. I mean, you already know my stance on it la, But yeah, yeah. I sort of want to. Discuss it in a framework that sort of matters, uh, Because I can, I can expose my libertarian views on what government should be doing in the realm of arts and for all eternity, but it will not be really, really helpful in this in this discussion at all, uh. One of the things I want to talk about is how this is just simply the PAP adjusting its sales in the political winds, uh. It's just a very PAP has always been this very strange mix of conservatism and liberalism, right? I mean, we have the so-called uh, Confucius traditionalism that we expoused where we are basically erasing the individual and focusing more on family and communities At the same time, we have socialized housing, socialized medicine, so on and so forth So th- there's always this- been these mixed bags And I think socializing the art scene right, is part of this mixed bag I think what the PAP has come to realize, right, when or at least some faction within the PAP la, What they've come to realize is that they cannot maintain this fast right of supporting the arts while being a performer in the international stage. So you either you suppress it, right? That something that goes against your narrative, or you have to you have to allow it to happen and then lose face in front of your local populace. Which is I think that's what their that's their perception now uh, with the release of this uh, the art of Charlie Chan Hok Chai. So here's my question to you guys uh, Like, do you think that let's say we, we take this extreme route where Okay, we cut off your purse strings, but we also don't put a leash on you anymore. Would that be better in the long run?
0: So okay, let me let me let me, let me summarise your, your, your devil's deal again. Ah. So mm-hmm. on one side you have no funding but unlimited freedom. Yes, correct. Right? On the other side you have Funding, funding. and censorship. Funding and censorship. If let's say for example the
3: government were to feed you some money now, just to give you like ten thousand dollars right mm-hmm. now and, and ask you to stop drawing those artwork like would you would you do it?
0: You're asking a very good question now because I'm am stumped, yeah. because I mean let's not say let's not say use the, the a sum la, like ten thousand let's, let's use a, um, uh, uh, <clears throat> like a sum that I would be contented with la, basically like a, a project, yeah. of sorts uh. like for them is is really less about the
3: development of the arts and more about how are we going to continue guard, get, gathering the mandate of the people, so right now like I said the reason why I brought up so called the the end the the, the the political spectrum of the PAP and how it functions in the world stage, right? Is that, okay, here's what we do Or at least some, like I said, some faction within the PAP Here's what we do, right? We cut off arts, funding to the arts Right, we we, we anger some liberal segment of the population Okay, it's not going to lose us the mandate But we appease the international community So we will not censor, we will not fund you either Would that be an acceptable long-term solution for people practicing in the arts industry.
1: For example, Ho- Chan Hok <coughs> Chai right now, I think it's in its seventh print run, but it's been quite a runaway success, I would say, in terms of um, book publishing, especially for a local book that made it bigger. So, <clears throat> you know, clearly we don't always need funding, but the reality of it is that most works that are made uh, will not be so successful. Like, Charlie Chan Hock Chai is in the top 0. Don't know how many, 0.001% maybe of all artworks made here and locally that has gotten this kind of resounding success. So, in a way, I feel like it is up to the people to decide because these things are consumed by the public, right? And if they're not willing to pay for it or to support it, then there's no point uh, making subversive political work based in Singapore because there's no audience for it. Right? Um, yeah, if you were talking about like political stuff la.
3: If it's government funded, then strictly speaking, you won't need a bigger audience la. You, you will need a. Of course, you still need some sort of audience.
1: Like uh, the thing about government funding is that it lessens pressure for, say, the publisher, for example, because to be honest, even when it's not a piece <clears throat> that's so politically charged like Charlie Chan Chai, the fact <clears throat> of it is that Singapore is a really small market. So for example, international publishers when they do print runs, uh, some do 10,000 copies, some do like 50,000 copies, you know. Uh, In Singapore, the average print run of a book uh, that is fictional, uh, say children's books or whatever it is, right, could be around 1,000 and that is kind of generous already. So most publishers do around 500, sometimes even smaller print runs. So for example, if it's a Malay publishing house that Publishes only in Malay, for example I know their print runs are pretty small You know, when your print run is so small You can't sell so much And where are you going to get the money from? So it's, it's, a, it's a problem lah
3: Would that mean that It's just simply not a viable business though?
1: Yes and no Because like, I think uh, There is a process of education uh, of the market I would say So for example, in the past a lot of the books that were produced in Singapore didn't pay attention to design, didn't pay attention to like how well it's made, you know. I think the bulk of Singapore's publishing industry is in the academic stuff. So we are very famous for our textbooks, our assessment books, blah, blah, blah. So when we go to like book fairs, that's what's being sold. Uh,
2: I don't know if we can completely divorce government funding from local creative work.
1: Yeah, which is why I say like, it's an educational process. Yeah. So... Be- before you do that, uh, before you get to the part where it can be like self-sustaining, maybe we need funding you know to get us there because I'm an illustrator. like the reality of it is right a lot of local publishers don't want don't want to make local books. Epigram is one of the very few that support like local writers, local illustrators, print locally even.
0: Wow, this this is an interesting topic mm. so and John in regards to your devil's view, So, I'm, I'm still thinking of your devil's do uh yep. it feels like um like I'm thinking of two things right now right so the first thing is uh is 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 that um <clears throat> I personally believe that art creates cultural capital and cultural capital uh it, it defines our national visual identity right uh on one hand if if we go for your the second deal in your in, you know in your option which is government totally don't censor, right? Gov- government sorry, uh government government censors but gives you money. Then certain narratives will be cut out and then our national visual identity will be lacking, right? But on the other hand, i I don't think we are we are mature enough a, as a nation to to let's say I mean if we go for the for the part where government totally doesn't censor at all, I'm very worried that somebody just go and fucking like I don't know, draw Muhammad or something. You know what I mean? Which which I I, I don't think should be the a safe thing to do, a good thing to do, huh? So I, I kinda like it as it is now. You know, right now I, I, you know, the two pro Chanok Chai and anti Chanok Chai factions clashing with each other. Sometimes you win, sometimes you don't. Sometimes they fund the subversive work, sometimes they don't. And this constant state of flux feels feels normal to me already and and I don't think you'll ever go to one of the extremes that you did that you talked about just now.
3: Alright, I'll have so I have a follow up question regarding that okay? So I think one of the things that that uh, that I noticed when uh, looking at this debate, right, is that our point of reference, right, has been coloured uh, quite severely, right, Because we keep pointing, because when we talk about us funding right now in this particular moment in time, we keep going back to Sunny Liu. Now let's let's change gear a bit. Let's just say for for instance, okay, I'm a, me as an artist, right? I'm pro PAP, and I create some artwork, right? That is for instance, Pro 3778, okay, or I will maybe even give you so far as to say, let's say I create something that is anti-LGBT. Should the government be funding that?
0: But is, when you ask questions like this, I understand where your libertarian slant comes from, you know. Because, like, 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 I'll, I'll totally say what you I mean to say, you know, which is government should not fund this. Yeah, but okay, if you. <laughs> you have the if you have the money, you nobody should stop you from making your pro LGBT, uh, your your pro 377 AR. Nobody should stop you from doing that. You, if it's a great work, you should fund your own. You should get your own thing, You should get it published. Nobody should so, stop you from doing that. But the government shouldn't fund it. Yeah.
3: So then you see where I'm coming from when it comes yeah. to arts funding, la. I mean, that's you see, like that's that's my point in. of this In all of these discussions right Is that you 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 have someone who controls the purse strings right Then Suddenly When things are going your way You definitely feel invigorated And you feel like there's a need to defend it But when things are not going your way Then you cannot suddenly shift your principles And say You know No this is not permissible Because it doesn't agree with me
1: I think there are parameters to funding f- if you want to get funding, right? I think um, for, for example, me, of
3: course, an example. It's an extra yeah, example. Yeah, yeah, right? I'm, I'm not. I'm. I know this will not happen.
1: Yeah, no, I'm saying. I'm just saying that, uh, if I'm not wrong, there are like certain parameters. So, for example, uh, depiction of religious things are not encouraged or prohibited or some- something like that. Uh, especially even if, in- if it's in a negative light, politics generally also. It's a...
3: In the, like what you're talking about Angie When it comes to our history right It's been severely edited To, to favour one side And yeah. so the art of Charlie Chan Ho Chi, right, Is a take of some Alternate history mm. but it's actually closer To the actual history yeah. Yeah. right? But what if I create something Like this mm. and I call it alternate history And it's closer to the proscribed PAP History you see, like it, you see, you see where I'm coming from. Like this fuzziness, right? This line where it's drawn, yeah, it becomes really apparent from the other side. That's
1: why I think like the thing is very problematic because it funding itself. The term is so <coughs> wide; it covers everything. And I think the reality of it is that a lot of the art or money that goes to arts, right, um, are go goes to things that don't really particularly have an agenda other than to tell a story. Mm-hmm. So, like for the Majority of things that you see that are being funded If you just look at them, right They actually don't really have any particular like Agendas, I would say la, uh, Other than the creator's um, tale you know? so, But in the rare instance that it does Then it becomes problematic Yeah, I don't know how to resolve this la, Like Other than say that Okay, maybe we should have Say, okay, let's don't do religion Let's don't do this Like So that's where the censorship comes in If you want to do it, do it on your own time your own target, own money uh, but for things that are like, say, oh, you want to create a dance uh, for little kids on stage and you want some funding from the government, yeah, here you go, 10K, 20K, whatever. Yeah, you know, I think maybe should be the way to go. Like, if you want to create works that might be problematic to anyone, you know, uh, that could be done on your own money. And I mean,
3: of course, that that's a, that could be a potential solution. Uh. The only thing, I mean, I don't have an argument about this again, but the only thing I would say to that is that the more... Like I, like what I mentioned, all yeah, it's, the too, much work, yeah, it's like, too much paperwork, and the more rules. the more rules you implement in a game, right? The
1: more loopholes. So yeah, the yeah. more loopholes you have. So, but yeah, I mean, otherwise, I don't, I can't see how else to do this. So the, uh, that's okay. why the
3: libertarian move would just be to stop funding, just let yeah. the free market handle. I mean, it, it's it's not the ideal situation, but it's the situation that's the most fair. I guess so, it but runs fairness like to everyone. I think
1: the thing is also the fact that. Uh, maybe especially in Singapore Where we are one country In such a tiny place And everything is so expensive For example You know Rental is expensive uh, If you want to fund A theatre company For example You need to have space And then you need to have um, Money To make All these things work And the initial Barrier to entry Is so high That like, without subsidy, it, it, it is very hard Unless you have a lot of corporate sponsorship Or rich people who want to throw money at you To fund the arts or something like that yeah.
0: I, f- I feel like the reality would, would just be the exact same So, mm. let's say right now uh, every, there, are, there are two factions within the NAC And then John comes with his uh, pro-LGBT or anti-LGBT comic And then, by luck, you know, uh, the the faction... Uh, There's liberal wins or, or conservative wins And then there'll be a big public outcry And then the, the reaction will happen from the other side And then, you know, we will, the boundaries will constantly be renegotiated It'll be like a sine wave uh, up and down, up and down Like the stock market, like everything else in the world And I, I, I'm quite comfortable with this this state of being But don't already. you
1: feel that it kind of like takes a lot of time hoo and uproars, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. Like we are constantly negotiating and debating these mm-hmm. um, boundaries Again mm-hmm. and again mm-hmm. Like Don't you find like It's a waste of time
0: that, that, That's the energy. job of the government To facilitate this uh. <laughs> It is your job You're being paid for it Do well, it That's uh. how it
2: works right? I yeah. mean Every every society Every country Every culture Does that There's always a problem. Even relationships
0: Between people we, yeah. we push and pull right I mean Jerry you, you negotiate With your wife all the time right
2: I really? Don't negotiate
3: No she She <laughs> negotiates <laughs> She <acquiesced. laughs>
2: Yeah I don't negotiate <laughs> I will What I'll do is I will Find the best way to persuade her to see my point of view <coughs> and let her decide.
1: How often does that happen? Jerry,
2: let's Almost negotiate LV
3: bag. Let's negotiate LV bag, Jerry, right now.
2: Yeah, then I'll have to present, okay, you know why you shouldn't get an LV bag. Blah 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 blah. blah.
3: Wife? Jerry, can you can we negotiate LV bag right now? <laughs> uh why you want an LV bag? Because I look good in it. And I'll suck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Aside from the suck my dick part. You look good in it, okay, but you look good in yes, everything. Yes, thank you, thank you very much for my new LV right.
2: bag.
1: <laughs>
3: but you look good in everything, what? so why does it have to be LV? Can be something cheaper, right? I really stopped listening to you like 20 seconds ago.
1: <laughs> You're a very bad wife, John.
0: Yeah, I know. Karma, I will make Calm long you long. know, bro. Karma, I know, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I think your wife will do the same to you, you know. I
2: hope she gets an Hermes. Yeah, but generally, I think going back to uh, the uh, point that Dan made. Even in relationship, there is a push-pull factor You know, sometimes you win, sometimes you don't And I think it works pretty much the same in society as well Especially one that is as young as ours 50 plus years of independence
3: I think the my problem with this push-pull thing is that There's this Trump cut that, that the government can just pull, right? The, here's the thing about governments, what, what they are is just ultimate violence Right, that's that's all they are. Like, there's always been this comparison between government bodies and mafias, right? And everybody always asks, like, what's the difference, or one is legitimized and the other one is not. <laughs> legitimized by who? <laughs> by the government. Like, that's the thing, right? It's the the I government write the rules. Yeah. It's like own self check, own self law, you know, right? This is the, this is how this is how it functions. So, so basically, when they have this trump card that they that they have. And if things are just simply not going their way, at some point they'll just be like, No fuck this shit, we're just gonna do whatever we want.
2: There's a band hammer that they uh, they can and often will use.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's there's actually no push and pull. You see, that's the thing. Like we we think there's a push and pull, but there's only one there's only one outcome. If illusion it's not the outcome of choice. Yeah, if it's not the outcome they want, then they will make it the outcome. Yeah, the illusion of choice, huh?
0: But but you you were talking about various factions within the government yourselves, right? I mean the government uh, Yes, it does have the trigger You know, it does Hold the key to legitimise violence But the government Is also made up of citizens Who have their own uh, agenda And all that So I'm pretty sure that You know, in regards to this I mean, the Art of Chari Or other artworks Or other exhibitions You know, as long as The government is made up of A a varied, disparate group of people who, Who hold on to different ideals I think the push and pull Will always happen uh. Oh man What kind of be like Like Taiwanese government Where if like I don't I want to see like, like People throwing fight, chairs Fight it out uh, They put <laughs> them in <of> a Combat <laughs> duo with, with, I think with, like, 10 years swords. ago There was a
2: case Where someone in Taiwan In parliament They flung shit Like human Oh yeah, yeah I remember that Holy oh, shit yeah, Just like a plastic bag Of poop You just slam it in his face I like
1: how they Like go so prepared You know yeah. Like the effort yeah. That you have to make To poop into a bag yeah. And then bring that poop in. It's yeah. not his own poop Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: it was poop that his underlings probably got from.
1: Wow, that's even more effort,
3: Then get me a sack of shit right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: precisely, man. Sack of shit. Gross. We uh we did discuss a lot of these in episode two, which I wasn't present. But I have to say, on a certain level, I think Calvin Cheng does make some important points because I've I've always had this very. This this feeling that, you know, artists should be... We, self-sufficient? I mean, no, not self-sufficient, but but there's no such thing as a starving artist. And you are all businessmen. You should all go out and Heresy. figure ways Run out. the witch! No, seriously. Like, Heresy! You gotta make it work, right? Otherwise, how are you gonna feed yourself? So you, you cannot simply just go out there and say, I mean, okay, fine. At the end of it, everyone will be telling me, okay, you know, dude then you're just saying sell out man. You're just a sellout artist. But you you got to feed yourself, right? If you got kids, you got to feed your kids. And those, they are your priority. So you cannot simply say, oh, I want to do whatever I want. I want to tell a, tell a story or have a message that I really strongly believe in. But you gotta, you got to kind of work it into your daily routine so you have a, a content at the end of the day, but you still have to hold down a job. You still have to do commercial work. To make ends meet, you cannot simply just say, Oh, I want to do this and I'm gonna fuck care about my survival. So, eventually, I hope artists would kind of like come around and think that, Hey, you know, you got to live. And she looks ready to pounce. Yeah, I think she does.
0: Can I pounce first? Can I pounce first? Go ahead. Yeah, so I, I just think that, I mean, we're we we looking at it between government and artists, government and artists, but I, that, that's really, that really isn't, you know, these two factions, government and artists. I'm more concerned about the people. So, I think that, that that if the Singaporean people are educated and they grow a sense of taste, they grow a sense of culture, and they become cultured people who <gasps> understand. Who eat
1: this? Cu- what? No, 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 no. <laughs> I
0: think that people. I know. I people, know. yeah. See, so, then we will have patrons again. Then there will be yeah. Medicis again. There will be Cosimo de Medicis giving money to. Left to, and right. Yeah, left and right. You to know, commission
1: portraits of themselves.
0: Or other <laughs> things that they believe in. <laughs> right. Like, I, I, yeah, yeah.
1: Actually, right. Like, I think that. People everywhere have taste uh, And people everywhere Probably You know Consume a lot of art Everybody is consuming stuff Okay So for example When you watch a movie Game of Thrones there You are support Okay If you are Paying money to watch it On Netflix Or whatever It is You are supporting These artists Or, or people who are Making it Right mm-hmm. uh, If you listen to Music um, For example By the mp3 or you you know go to their live concerts, then you are also supporting the artist. The problem here is right now it's so easy to share work for free. For example, if I buy a PD like PDF of a, an artist's comic book, I can just buy it once and share it with my friends. The artist doesn't make any money, even though you've got ten people seeing the same thing. So I mean, it's it's a pro- I think that is more the problem than like the thing of taste that. Is the idea that Art Music Whatever It's worth money People Put in effort To make it When you consume it You should Always Pay for it I think that's the idea That people should have In their brains Instead of that Oh you need to have culture And buy Because like You know everyone plays Games on their phones Right You need game designers To do it Not everyone wants to pay for it So I think that That is more the problem Rather than Anything else That as well That as
0: well Perceived
1: value, basically. Yeah, it's like you know when your cl- like some potential client come to you. hey, hmm. how much can you quote for this hmm. project? And then you give them, oh, okay, ten k. And they are like, huh? Why so expensive? <coughs> You're like, cause. Because mm, I, I need to pay bills. Mm. That's why. This
0: is, a, this is definitely a problem. I mean, this is a problem that all of us are facing right now. It's been discussed It's been discussed to death already. But I guess yeah. we can touch a little bit about it. Like, right now, if you were to take an LV back without paying, you would deep down inside, you would feel like, oh, no, mm. I'm committing, like, theft. Like, this expensive thing, I just took it for free. This cannot be. Something is, something is wrong. But I, I think, think th-
1: sometimes, especially when you are working with digital mm. mediums where people mm. don't see an actual object, they don't feel like they need to pay for it. Mm. Yeah. The really interesting thing is, right, like, I think now... More than ever It's kind of in a way Easier to be an artist Because you can connect Directly to your audience Instead of relying on Say a patron for example So you don't need people To commission you To do artwork You can Kind of make art And then Gain your fans And then at some point You know Merchandise it monetize it uh, Or have them You know Pay you through Patreon Or something like that
0: Yeah yeah I hope, yeah. That, I hope that, that, that gets More prevalent uh, This whole uh, crowdfunding uh, Sentiment I'm just curious, uh, crowdfunding, way. Right? So now, right, right now, here's a hypothetical, hypothetical situation. There are two artists, artist A and artist B, right? Artist A, artist Alan, right? What he does is that he's like, I am creating a Patreon that makes scantily clad girls fight in versus I battle. I where this is going. All right, okay. They're like, please fund me. We will make an excellent game. Okay, artist B is i uh, I'm going to create a artwork that, uh, talks about the tensions between. Foreign workers and their, and their local employers And how they are exploited And things like that Right <laughs> And then you put both on Patreon What do you artists think? Artist A <laughs> 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 You see Fat, fat, fat I don't know man I, don't
2: know. Okay, okay, I, I think, I think we, we need to uh, Look at look at it From a business point of view If you have uh, If Artists A and artist B Are both unknown artists
0: Yeah,
2: both are unknown Both are unknown The one <coughs> artist A Who is drawing Scantily clad women Fighting into a video and eventually turn it into a video game it probably will gain traction right very very simple and if artist B is also an unknown and he's like I'm gonna tra- tackle this really really uh, heavy social uh, thing that that we need to pay more attention to probably not gonna get funding probably not gonna get um, probably not gonna get a lot of people on patreon or Kickstarter probably not also also not going to get a government funding as well because it's not it doesn't have a right, good right, enough portfolio of work but if you're saying someone like Sunny Liu says I'm going on Patreon and I'm going on Kickstarter I'm going to do this really really another very very heavy topic it's going to be you know you think this is my you think Charlie Chao is my magnet opus do you ain't not seen nothing yet if he said that He's gonna be okay. He's gonna be good. Oh, the
1: yeah, amount of money that yeah. we pour in, man. Yeah, he's gonna
0: be doing okay. But, but then again, you're, you're, yeah. I mean, you are, you are, you are coming out of my devil's deal. My devil's deal is that both artists and artists B are equal. Both are, are good artists in their own right. Okay. Both can paint. Both can draw. Both are very good at their craft. But right? they're just not well known. But are right? they yeah, well known?
2: If they're totally unknown, then artist A will probably get more, more money. Yes.
3: Um,
0: but this is the thing, right? It's
3: just a matter of uh, perceived value. So if artist A is Drawing something about the tangent between uh, the foreign workers or whatever and artist B Is like You know what, I'm gonna draw two light bulbs Which one will you support? Two light
0: bulbs? Oh, of course the, 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 the former
3: uh. I mean so there's, it's just a perceived value right? Yeah. Like nobody cares about two light bulbs <laughs> right? I can take a photograph of that, nobody's gonna give a shit So the, the dichotomy that you presented was also a bit A bit strange I think, or a little bit problematic to me Uh, the But the The thing is that you have to you have to create value like no matter what is it that you do right you can I firmly believe in one of those um, you you can you can sell snow to Eskimo type of (laughs) of You know because you you really need to be creative which is basically in your job title and find ways right to to sell your products to the audience and Frankly speaking right, the, the people who, who earn the most in this world Are not people who sell f- Fucking, you know, peanuts and light bulbs and, and cups or whatever They are the ones who sell iPhones Right, they, they sell, they, they are the ones who create Amazon, they are the one who create Facebook They create things that nobody knew they wanted before it was created So they, they, they created the demand There was no exist, there was no Facebook before Facebook I mean, there was Friendster, but no one cares about Friendster, right? When Facebook was created, it really separated itself from, apart from Friendster and it became something on its own and nobody knew they wanted Facebook before Facebook came out
0: Can you give our audience, uh, maybe, or maybe all of us can chime in on this after John but can you give our audience an idea, okay, right now, Okay. Uh, be empathic You are Artist B, you care very deeply about how foreign workers are being mistreated here in Singapore Right and 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 uh, you are an artist. All you can do is draw. There's only one thing you can do. You only can draw, and that's the only thing you're good at, right? What and, and you know, drawing is your medium. I mean, you can draw whatever you want, or you can even make it into a game, into as not. You just know that you can draw. Okay, how will you appeal to the mass market? How will you appeal to people that, you know, I mean, not mass market. How you, how would you make it successful? Whether it's appealing to the mass market or people that matter, I will go out with a camera phone and interview all these uh,
3: migrant people. Are the, the the subject matter so. So humanize your subject matters. That's one thing, correct? I mean, you don't need you don't need to be a particularly good videographer. Use your camera, use your phone camera, video yourself, interview interview these people, ask them about their struggles, ask them about their family, correct? Then after that, say you know what I'm producing this book that will further illustrate. Target people's heartstrings basically. Yeah, exactly. So I'll I'll produce this book uh ninety percent of the proceeds will go into all these fam into all these migrant workers and their family ten percent will pay for my production fees that's it what 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 more do you want
0: i mean there's there's ways and means that you can do it right It not i Yeah but, but compared to the to the to the scantily clad girls and you still lose i mean that's not what you are talking about it's like you want to create uh, uh you know a solution where you can be you can reach even more people and get even more success i mean at least for the foreign workers in this case Compared to the scantily clad girls game You know what I mean What the solution the, you propose the, the, the is The
3: problem is that with the scantily clad girls right Like everybody is drawing scantily clad girls So there's it's, very, it's actually very difficult for you to differentiate yourself in the market that way So this principle is called the red ocean principle And what you want to do right is to create Something that is called the blue ocean principle So you want to You want to Hit a segment of the market right That no one has Has been in there And scantily clad girls right Okay as much funding as you will get Maybe in the first couple of minutes Okay, somebody else is gonna come in and take over your spot. That's, that's why we've got. That's
1: why we've got weird shit like you know scantily clad girls with their brains half open and trees clad, you know growing out <laughs> of their heads, right?
0: Are we gonna keep that in the podcast? Yes.
2: I think I think uh, the scantily clad girls uh, <laughs> bit might be. I don't think people get enough of it So maybe that's not a good example to use
1: But like I think I get what you're saying then Is the fact that people will not go for the so-called um, Social high, Yeah Not say just social cause uh, it, it goes back to your comment about people's taste right And um,
3: I think uh, it's just the delivery mechanism huh? You just need to frame it better And Look I'm not I, d- I don't have all the solutions either I mean the, the Off the top of my head That, that I think would be An a initial approach There'll be men out there Men and women out there Who are better than Better at this than I am Who will come up with Better solutions See But the onus is on them Not on me I, I'm i not creating all this you see Do you have to get me To shell money To you To throw money at you You know
1: what In a case like this right I would just say Fuck the you know, public And fuck Patreon Just go to Direct to a charity Apply for government Funding for this <laughs> You're so, sure to get your money Seriously Okay
0: okay <laughs> quite likely yes so in this case in this case in, in John's previous Devils deal right you 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 still need government funding huh? you cannot have the, the the no government funding but no censorship uh, option huh? that would um be well, huh?
1: yeah i think like i said again like it depends on the kind of content that you you create lah. if your content is something like foreign workers uh, i think it, as an artist you need to be smart about your options lah, and, and your avenues uh, that can lead to success la so for example, if you know that scantily clad girls would get you lots of money on Patreon, then go Patreon. But if you want to create something about migrant workers uh, and the market is just not there and you're not particularly good at marketing yourself or the subject matter, then go to someone who does. So for example, pairing up with a charity, maybe they can handle the communications for you and say that, oh, hey, we are making this thing, um, you know, and then set up a Patreon so that it becomes their tidy to source for money. Right, or if not, then you know, uh, you can use them as a platform to get funding from the government. So I mean, there are always many ways to work about situations, and I, I think that if you are really interested in making your own stuff, then Quite it's real. on you to find a way to make it lah.
2: Yeah, which goes back to the point that I was making earlier. Every there's no such thing as starving artists. Like you you gotta you gotta figure a way out.
1: You need to be a bit more like. Smart, street smart. Yeah, you
2: you you (laughs) cannot you cannot simply just you know whether you're a photographer, musician, you're a writer, you're an illustrator, artist. You need to figure out how to get your goods to the public eye so that people can give you money, so you can make more things.
0: How shall we end this podcast, ladies and gentlemen? Or oh, do we still have much more dance, stuff? Dance magical oh, moments Oh man <laughs> <laughs> Is it also, like stressful for no, so you to yeah, always it's think about always Yeah, this. I think of a dance magical moment Okay uh, I, I can't think of a magical moment though Oh
1: okay Alright okay,
0: yeah. I have a magical moment Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah yeah Excellent excellent.
3: Name one character Historical, fiction or not That you want to fight <laughs> That's a great Oh my goodness <laughs> Oh my god Excellent Excellent Uh, No Hitler
1: <laughs> Why no Hitler? That's too
3: easy fact,
0: That's like, too easy
2: Yeah, Popot yeah. They're, they're all too easy I want to fight
0: Jesus oh, That's a good one Why? Because I'll know if he's, if he's really the son of God
1: <laughs> okay. only, only
0: through blows Will men understand each other In fact, uh, I think There's a story in, in the Bible Where um Abraham or somebody Is it Abraham? He wrestled with God when really, Through wrestling, right? He understood certain things Right, So I'm pretty sure That, that that's the right way to go
1: Okay Jerry, who would you wrestle
2: well, I had a name just now I forgot about it Give me a second
1: <laughs> <laughs> John You first <laughs> Socrates
3: Socrates
2: yeah. Why? Socrates
3: You know he Do you know that actually He's a, like a formidable soldier Like he's Yeah actually, he's quite he's, ripped, like, ripped right Yeah yeah And he's um He's like well known For his uh, stamina So after I fight him I'll probably lose Then Maybe I'll try to pick his brain about Uh, Actually I, I'm quite a big fan Of Socrates as well So I want to. I actually want to have this chance to have a conversation with him. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember.
2: I remember now. I remember now. I would like to fight Thomas Edison for being a fucker because he, uh, he didn't steal anything, but he did, um, he did bludgeon his way through a lot of the IP application processes, which locked out a lot of pretty good inventions. That was hundred. 100 plus years ago So we could have seen Something very different We could have seen Electrical systems From Tesla for example Angie Who you tussle with?
1: Does it have to be A human being? I want to tussle a dragon
3: You're just going to get Eaten alive
1: That's fine I like dragons I, want to, I just want to see a dragon just
3: going to <laughs> I just
2: want to see a dragon Angie you're afraid of Chichak Then you want to fight dragons. Yeah
0: Dragons are I like.
1: I like big Lizards, like I, I, have, I have held an iguana before. Mm. I just don't like small lizards, house lizards. They gross me out. But like dragons are like the ultimate for me, like you know.
2: What about bearded dragons?
1: Those are alright.
0: Angie, uh, your heroine's journey will involve you slaying the dragon and rescuing. The I would
1: prince. not. I would not rescue the prince to slay a dragon. I would not slay yeah, a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, like the no prince is worth slaying a dragon. I would probably like I don't know make a dragon, dragon as a dragon pet. Prince? Oh maybe yes.
3: <laughs> what if it's the evil dragon held holding on to a young handsome dragon prince of the former dragon dragon mother? If
1: it's if if they're both dragons, then I will kill one.
0: Getting too close to Game of Thrones, man. And yeah, I know the dragon prince thing. What? What? It's Haku, right? (laughs) Yeah. I was spirited away.
1: (laughs) He's not a dragon prince, though. He was a river god. (laughs) River god, yeah.
0: Okay, lovely, lovely, lovely. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to our... We had a fun time in the podcast today and I hope that you had an equally fun time listening to us. Uh, For those of you out there who have got stuff to, to mention that we didn't mention or have views... That we didn't talk about Please put your comments uh, Into into all all the available brackets to, To let us know That you are listening to us Good night everyone Bye